0: Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcasts. I am Chitra Narayanan, hosting the 7th edition of On the Business Pitch at IPL. Today we are revisiting the topic of betting, which has become so much a part and parcel of this tournament. At the current IPL, one player has complained to the BCCI about being approached with a shady offer. All the players have been put through anti-corruption classes by the BCCI to nip any such offers in the bud. But why is cricket so prone to these betting scandals? Joining me today to discuss the topic is well-known columnist and cricket lover, TCA Srinivas Raghavan. Hi TCA, welcome to Business Line Podcast. So today we are going to discuss cricket and betting. Why do you think cricket is tailor-made for betting?
1: The answer lies in uh, a little bit of elementary mathematics, which is that, uh, you know, there is a concept of uh, non-linearity in maths which basically says that you can't predict the final outcome from the initial conditions. In the context of cricket, what this means is that if you can think of the bowler when he gets to the top of his bowling run, everything is set. He's there, the field is there. That's when it's there. Everything is set. Now, at this point, you cannot say what's going to happen after he bowls the ball. When he bolts the ball, uh, literally an infinite number of possibilities are there uh, because of the way he holds the ball, the speed at which he delivers the ball, where the ball actually pitches rather than where he intended to pitch it. What is the uh, nature of the pitch itself? Uh, What are the wind conditions? What is the speed at which he has bowled? Uh, How quick is the batsman in uh, getting to the ball, to the pitch of the ball, hitting it? In what manner does he hit it? Uh, Don't forget, it's just a 4 or 5 inch blade. So where does he hit it? Takes the edge, hits it in the middle. So I can go on, but you get the point that uh, when the guy bowls, uh, you don't know what's actually going to happen. You can make an informed guess, but that's about all. So it's all entirely in the realm of probabilities and uncertainties. But it is that which makes it ideal for betting because of the, what I just said, probabilities and uncertainties. So the more higher the uncertainty, the greater the range of probabilities, the better it is suited for betting. So that's what. Cricket is tailor-made for it. And don't forget that there is no other sport in which this happens. Uh, It is, in fact, quite the opposite of golf, where the ball is stationary or hitting a stationary ball. Whereas here, the ball is coming at you at sometimes as much as 140 kmph. And it's only 22 yards. So you have only a split second in which to make up your mind and do whatever you have to do. So you get the point. Absolutely tailor-made for betting.
0: Ah, So it's a statistician's delight also in some ways. Since it's tailor-made for betting, how do you then end the problem of betting, which is what many governments are trying to do? What is the solution?
1: Betting is not a problem. Who is it a problem for? Betting in itself is everything. Stock market is a bet. Ship sales from a point A to point B, whether the thing will reach the other end or not. Uh, that's a bet and that's why you have insurance. Uh, everything is a bet. Uh, wherever there is uncertainty, there's bet. So it's not a problem. The real answer lies in finding an honest way of dealing with the problem of uncertainty. And, uh, if you uh, ban betting then you are really thinking that uh, you are approaching it from a point of view that it's a bad thing to bet on in sport the problem is not betting on sport after all you have horse racing the problem is in uh because you ban it you are not able to change the prices of the outcomes likely outcomes uh, not just the match the ball ball being bowled, also shot being hit whatever is happening the prices don't adjust on a continuous basis like they do in, the say, the stock market. So when you can bet only on one thing, which is whether team A will win or lose the match or whatever, the remaining 99.99% of the uncertainties are left wide open for fellows to take advantage of. That's what spot fixing is all about. That because you have uh, this kind of system where you can't adjust prices on a constant basis and uh, mind you that is now beginning to happen in spot fixing or it i'm told it is i have no evidence for it but i'm told that's what's happening that you can actually adjust the odds on what's going to happen for example you can have the odds that in the 10th hour the score will be 90 and as you get closer to it those odds will change whether it will be 100 or 80 or whatever so this constant continuous adjustment of the prices of an outcome whether it is in the matter of uh, the the final outcome of the match or something that's happening within it this is something you cannot prevent if you have a proper system of signaling between the bookie outside and uh, the guys who are playing the match then you can actually have a very refined system of spot fixing on which those who know what is going to happen they will place large bets because others don't know what is going to happen. Like I said, it's it's ideal, absolutely tailor-made for betting and fixing and so on and so forth. And you cannot, it is foolish to depend entirely on the integrity of the players because ultimately those are the guys who are going to help the bookies.
0: Do you think uh, in the current scenario, like the way the matches are being played out in IPL? 2020, where the players are living in a bio bubble and the possibilities of, uh, you know, unsavory elements approaching them for spot fixing, being a little remote, do you think there are fewer chances of spot fixing in this particular tournament than in any others?
1: It would appear so, but like I said, it all depends on what are the pre-arranged signals that have been worked out. Don't forget that uh, you have all these breaks in these games. And uh, it all depends on what kind of effective, efficient signaling system you have. It happens in the racing also, house racing also. It happens everywhere. It's all about signaling and few guys know what's going to happen because they have arranged for the proper signal to be sent and received. So really, I don't know. Yeah, I guess chances are a bit less now, but how much less really depends on how people get around these things.
0: Okay, so bio-bubbles are a rare thing, but uh, there is also a long-term thought about having an integrity manager or an integrity coaching or something like that. I mean, if players are completely full of integrity, do you think it will be then difficult to fix an outcome?
1: You mean you you have 88 Mahatma Gandhi's playing over there? It's not going to happen. So, you know, (laughs) it, it doesn't work like that. There's another thing you must understand about... Uh, T20 games which is that there are only 120 balls to be bowled and uh, which means that there are only 120 possible outcomes it's not like a test match Uh similarly in a limited over 50 overs game there are only 300 balls to be bowled so there are only 300 possible outcomes but it's not possible even for the best spot fixer even in a T20 game that there are only 120 outcomes uh, it's not possible for him to be uh, trying to fix every single one of those 120. At best, he can do it on, say, maybe 10% or 15%, which means 12 or 18, uh, 20 uh, balls that can become subject, or, uh, subject to spot fixing. This is the extent of it. So, you know, all this worry. Uh, as long as you're not fixing the outcome of the game, spot-fixing doesn't really... Uh, and this is... I know people get upset with this, but this is really nothing that affects the the integrity part of the game itself. As long as you're saying, all right, this ball is going to be a white," so you take a bet and the guy bows a white, so some guy makes some money. It doesn't make a difference, uh, unless it happens in the 19th or 20th over or something like that. So what I'm saying is that if it's only 10, 12 or 15 balls in which you have a problem, a far simpler way is to simply legalize betting. Uh, you know, don't bring in what you just call this integrity model approach to it. Essentially reduce the returns to spot fixing. If you can today make a uh, hundred bucks, through spot fixing you reduce it to two bucks and then gradually it will simply it won't vanish but uh, it will it will diminish hugely because there's no money to be made from it
0: ah that's a practical uh, solution and approach indeed thank you so much for talking to us T C A.